Right. Uh, here we are then, the host and the elf. But mm. this time around, it'll be the host's um, restrictmus menu. That's right. You're doing you know, two jobs format. in one. Do you want to introduce yourself or anything, or just? I can. I can do. My name is Will Dawson. Well, thanks. For, <laughs> thanks, thanks for joining us. Us, me. I guess it's not really us, really, is it? Yeah. So it's just like a private conversation between me and you, isn't it? Really. Yeah. Um, that's going to be made public. Purposes of continuity, though, I must ask you the same questions, although you've covered them briefly. Have Have you got your tree up yet? It is now up, but it's the 17th of December. And even for, I mean, I, I, it's not my house. I'm at my mum's at the moment. So, um, so even, even for mum, the Scrooge that she is, 17th of December will be a little bit late for not putting it up. So, so yes, it's up. Fakey? Oh, it's a fakey. It's a slimline fakey from M&S. We got okay. it last year. I, I think the previous year, mum didn't even bother putting a tree up uh, for obvious Scrooge reasons. So I convinced her to get one last year. It's a slimline M&S fake. Do you know what? I couldn't even tell you what's at the top of it. Should we have a look? I don't yeah. actually know if there's anything at the top of it. Well, um, Carl so. Daniels imagined something on top of his. So There's like some berry, berries at the top. Um, Mistletoe? It's not. A, it's Holly. Have a look. What do you think? I can mostly see your ear at the minute. There you go. That's yeah. at the top. Oh, no, they're white, aren't they? Yeah, it's nothing of value. Um, that's, so... really di- that's really different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's what's at the top of the tree. Um, the tree is a bit of a non-event. We're not even here for this Christmas anyway. We're um, moving up to Derbyshire in a few days uh, with the family. So, um, so yeah. yeah. I assume you'll, you'll drive there, yeah? Drive, drive into Derby, yeah, it's the last yeah. minute thing. Cool. Yeah. All right, so we've done that. We've done the tree stuff. Uh, mm. Let's do the food stuff. You've mentioned quite yeah. a few times that a starter isn't a thing that's normally in your Christmas day eating. Yeah. Is are you going to include one here or honourable mentions have to a... things that come before? Yeah, we'll do. We'll just do a load of honourable mentions, shall we? No, I know. I probably should um, not not uh, mention so much about what my menu is going to be in other podcasts, should I? So uh, it does come as a bit more of a surprise to people. But I don't think I've mentioned these things. So yeah, we don't have a starter. To be honest, in our house, we normally eat Christmas dinner quite late anyway. I know some people try and try and eat it as a, like a lunch thing, and I know that's traditional. Um, and and then and then I know it always sort of like rolls over and it tends to go into the afternoon, but. In this household, we, we normally eat around sort of late afternoon, early evening by the time everything's done. And what we have earlier in the day is like snacks, really. I know that's a, a, a common thing too, um, but some quite specific ones to keep us going. So I'm going to choose two. Um, one is... Um, you choose uh, choose two and then choose one of the two because that's how it works. Two snacks. Haven't we allowed that? Oh, if they're, they just, oh, if they're just if they're just snacks, let's hear what they are then let's hear what they are right if you've got to make me choose one i will but so so they're like they're like volavants if you like um, okay so the first one is is smoked salmon cream cheese blinis mm-hmm. so like those little mini pancake things you get heat them up in the oven um pop some smoked salmon on there a bit of cream cheese squeeze a lemon and there's normally loads of those i pop one pop one of those in my mouth uh one one bite kind of thing Yep. So we have those in, in sort of late morning, I'd say. And then my auntie always makes a really nice chicken liver pate. So, um, and they tend to stay with us. So 
So yeah, a bit of that with some toast as well. Those those are the kind of things that are okay. Uh, I think I can allow that the then. Morning. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know they would be as small as that and wouldn't be. A, a imagine imagine if you're more strict with me than our previous guests. <laughs> Just yeah, one one of those little smoked salmon things, only one, and a yeah. thing a fingernail's worth of pate if if you must have the extra bit. <laughs> nice so just sort of little snacks yeah anything else you want to add in they were quite small you can have a third if you want you've got me now i don't really know no i'm, I'm happy with those and like i was I have alluded to christmas is a day of sort of heavy eating um i'll tell you what i'll have i'll have a few salt and pepper pringles um yeah. i really like the salt and pepper ones they i think they went out of circulation for a couple of years they were back last year i love them because they're quite peppery. Um, so, you know, I could even sort of um, immerse those in the chicken liver pate as well. Um, so, yeah, I'll have a few of those. If, you, if you're being really generous, I'll have a few of those as like a genuine snack. Um, but it is a heavy day of eating and it can get very tired later on, can't it, with all the food and booze consumed. So Most certainly. I'm, com- I'm comfortable with those. Good, yeah, it's a nice choice. I do like the salt and pepper crisps. I don't eat many crisps. I usually just go for new flavors or things that are really hot, just to see how hot they are. But um, what was that one the other? What was that one the other day? Squid one or something? The, the I had some Pringles that were hot chili squid. Yeah. So if I if I see that and it was only one of the mini tubes, if I see that in a shop, I can't not buy it. Even if I'm like not wanting to eat crisps, I like I need I need to try it. I've had some ghost pepper ones recently as well. Um, but why I brought this up is because Lay's um, had done a salt and pepper one recently, and it's just so good. You get all these fancy flavors. I love all the hot ones. Love anything that might be a bit challenging. But just yeah. the simplicity of just salt and pepper when it's done right is is fantastic. Absolutely. And, and I'm like you, I, I too, if there's a funky flavour going, then I'm going to find it quite difficult not to try it out. But yeah. given it's Christmas, you need something that's reliable and that you know what it, you know it tastes good. Have you had the so, KFC yeah, tried... flavour ones over there yet? Have they come out? No, I don't think so. I'm not, oh. I'm not the snack guy really, am I? But um, Carl's the one that you need to ask if there's any new flavours hitting the shelves. But, yeah, they um, were they were interesting. I don't think so. They did the they did like the normal like the original recipe, and they were terrible. It didn't even taste like a roast chicken crisp or a fried. It just it was just weird. But they did the zinger ones, um, and they were actually okay. quite good because they had a bit of spice. You but, see, I had those I had those Carolina Reaper crisps the other day. They're meant to be the hottest crisps in the world, but they didn't really didn't really phase you, no. They didn't really phase me, no. Um, I don't know what that says. Maybe it's my resilience. I don't know. A bit boring. But yeah, we've got a new American American sort of sweet and confectionery shop opened in this. And um, I saw on their Instagram they'd put these Carolina Reaper crisps. So I specifically walked into town to get them because, you know, that's what a 35-year-old man does. And um... have to find ways to pass the time in this life, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> I got two packs and I ate them and that was that. So there you go. Right. Vegetables. <clears throat> yep. Um. I'm okay with veg. Are you concerned about the colour of the veg? Um, It's not something that's bothered me, actually. I know know previous guests have been very concerned about, you know, their um, plate looking like some kind of um, Picasso artwork. But um, but no, and actually looking at my selections, there is going to be a range of colours also alluding to the special item 
there's even more color in there as well. Okay. So I've, I've, I've not planned this, but, um, but no, uh, not well, anyway, I'll get into it. So into it. carrots mm-hmm. is and th- now there was a toss up between carrots and parsnips and parsnips. I do like, and they are very Christmassy. Um, however, I love a honey and mustard glazed carrot, um, runny honey, whole grain mustard, um, pop that on for the last five minutes of roasting it's a beautiful thing so yep so honey and mustard glazed carrots i need something cheesy yeah i can't have a roast without having something cheesy so cheesy leeks in my house i think i mentioned it in a previous pod yeah i love i love cheesy cauliflower i love cheesy anything i mean you could do a sauce of just the cheese sauce and i'd be happy with it but um, cheese, cheesy leeks work. For wouldn't, me. wouldn't count as a vegetable choice, though, would it? Just cheese sauce. It wouldn't. What, what's what's well, one of your favorite vegetables? A, a bowl, a bowl of cheese sauce, please. <laughs> Not sure if that's a vegetable. It would free me up, though, wouldn't it? Because um, it, you know we have as, as many sauces as we're allowed, actually. Apparently, with this dish, so I could put because, a cheese yeah, sauce it, on there. And then... when it comes to meat, I wonder if cheese sauce will match the meat that you choose later. If you have to have it with with that as well. <laughs> so cheesy leeks. Um, yeah, my mum makes a great cheese sauce. And when we're being a bit special, like we are at Christmas, we'll, um, or special in that way, funky special, um, we will put them under the grill, put some kind of breadcrumb over it or something and get it a bit crispy too. So cheesy leeks, carrots. And the last one is sprouts. You've got to have Brussels sprouts yeah. on Christmas. Um, I mean, I think I have mentioned before, haven't I? Again, this is not going to come as a surprise to anyone that I like I like Brussels sprouts. I don't just eat them at Christmas. I think they are a very tasty vegetable, very versatile, but I do them in a very specific way at Christmas, which is sort of parboil them. And, um, and then I finish them off in a pan with garlic, uh, bacon, sometimes chestnuts, but not always. I'm not a huge fan of chestnuts. And then sometimes I actually cut the Brussels sprouts down and put them in a gratin dish and put some kind of parmesan over them and finish them in the grill as well. So there's a couple of ways I do them, but they've always got a garlic and bacon involved. It always involves parboiling them and then sort of like trying to get some kind of color on them in a pan afterwards. Um, so I'm not too fussed how it is as long as it, it sticks to that kind of mantra. And uh, I love sprouts. Yeah. I look forward to them. Me too. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan of sprouts. Um, unfortunately mine are frozen here that's how i have my sprouts frozen so they come out of the freezer that way which is a bit unfortunate because obviously it's not the best way but um there are yeah. there are sprouts in my freezer all, all year round um and yeah at christmas i make the bigger effort to uh to jazz them up in a very similar style i've never tried the chestnuts with them but um yeah the, i wouldn't the, bother personally if you haven't no? tried it, I, I, it no it's all right um chestnuts are a bit nothingy really aren't they They're just traditional christmas but um, I, if I'm doing it, I leave leave them out. I would imagine that Brussels sprouts could actually be quite good in some Thai dishes. Yeah, um, you don't find them in any. You, no. <laughs> you, really, you really don't. They probably could work. They are unique. I remember when um, Gwang was first trying them. Her first kind of like, I guess, when I was a kid as well. Like you're like, what is this? I don't particularly mm. like it. It's a very unique taste. But um, the more you get used to them. Um, the more you start to appreciate them, but they are on first attempt. They're, they're quite unique, aren't they? They're not that similar to any other vegetable, really. They do have a very unique no. taste. Mm. They're brilliant. And, 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 and a smell, like they're, they're quite, quite pungent, aren't they? So, yeah. Um, 
But I can understand why people don't like sprouts if you just boil them to within an inch of their life and oh, put them on a plate. Then. All yeah, don't do that. Like cook them properly, then you'll enjoy them. So, um, so those are my three veg: sprouts, carrots, and cheesy leeks. Yeah. Um, but I am choosing another another That's, veg uh, yeah. a little bit later. So. I wonder if that will be parsnips or not, because parsnips haven't had all that much love so far. And for me, um, I might get to a chance to tell you my stuff later. But when I'm thinking of Christmas veg, it's like mm. sprouts and par- then probably parsnips is the thing that, that yeah. jumps out because parsnips are included in a lot of roasts, but not. They're not always in every roast, but when I think of Christmas, there's always there is always parsnips. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, it, uh, it doesn't make it onto my list, I'm afraid. Yeah. Um, but you're completely right; it is a very Christmas veg. Um, but I, so yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. But what I have chose as an extra veg when I get to that part is also very Christmassy. Um, okay. So yeah. So what do we do next? We go up to the the protein that I, I believe you've been <laughs> alluded to is not is not going to be turkey. Is it going to be a bowl of cheese sauce instead? Yeah, yeah, just some cheese sauce. No tofu, actually. All right, get um, out. I've been. Now. <laughs> um, yeah, you're not gonna. Yeah, I'm not having turkey. I'm afraid. Um, I'm not afraid. I'm not remotely afraid. I'm happy. Um, I'm. I'm Turkey shit. Let's just talk about turkey for a bit. Turkey is shit. Uh, it's really bad. Um, it doesn't taste very nice. And I think everyone's comments show you how shit it is because everybody says turkey and then they go, but it has to be moist because they know it's not moist. You don't say that with a chicken or mm-hmm. beef or pork. No one says, oh, yeah, I want, I want um, roast pork, but it has to be moist. Well, it will be. Everyone knows it is. And the reason everyone says, oh, turkey has to be moist, because generally speaking, it isn't. At best, it's just not dry. Sometimes it's not dry. It's never yeah. moist. Um, you know, I think, what did Dab say? That it was there basically because of how much meat you get on it. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, even the even the, the leg meat, the dark meat, isn't particularly moist. Um, strange kind of fibrous texture to the, to the dark meat as well. Um, and you know, yes, it's traditional, um, but there's also lots of other things that are traditional at Christmas, um, like goose. And I'm not saying people should have goose, but beef once was as well. Um, so my protein is beef. Yep, rib of beef specifically with the rib with the bone. Beef. So so bone in rib of beef. And I've, honestly, once you don't have turkey at Christmas, you'll never go back to turkey. How, how long has this, been, has this been going on? When was the last time you had turkey at Christmas? And has it always then been beef since? Or have you been experimenting with different meats? Yeah, um, probably since we've been doing sort of non-Christmases over the last few years. So, mm-hmm. um, so turkey, all, we always had turkey, traditional. And, you know, some, sometimes I would sort of mildly enjoy it um but over the last few years um we haven't felt like sticking to that tradition particularly well and um so we certainly have a i think the last two years certainly we've had rib of beef if not free um and yeah so i cook it nothing special about it to be honest as well bit of oil salt and pepper 
pop some sort of onions in the in the roasting tray and um, and let and let that cook to sort of medium to medium rare. Uh, so and that's what I'm doing for my family this year as well. I've got four rib of beef. There's four ribs. It's about you know over a foot wide, and um, we're having we're having that with like nibbles, a horseradish cream, Yorkshire puddings. Yeah, not an actual roast. So that's just going to be the main event and lots of stuff around it. So is there still gravy going on with this then for for the other yeah. things? Yeah, absolutely. So there will be gra- well beef will gravy, gravy then. Yeah. A beef gravy, unsurprisingly, yeah. yeah. So there'll be some lovely fats and juices that come off that that rib. That quite recently, fatty. thick and thin has come up in gravy conversations. Are you strong opinion either way or down the middle? Don't like don't like thin gravy. Um, no, I mean I can understand why some people would choose a thin gravy with like poultry. I think it suits that a bit better. But I think when you've got when you've got a hunk of meat like beef, you need something that's going to hold up to it a bit more. So, and I do like to make gravy using the using the juices the pan juices with flour. And I think if you knew, use enough flour, it's never going to go, that, it's never going to be that thin. So that's how I'd make it. Um, and I don't want it gloopy by any, by any stretch. Um, I try and work some butter into it at the end to give it a sheen. Um, but yeah, somewhere in the middle, uh, but not thin. Um, and just a very sort of beefy, slightly sweet gravy to accompany, accompany the rib of beef, yeah. Much to say about potatoes then, or is mash? No, yeah. obviously not. <laughs> obviously, can, roast potatoes. Is there any particular way you're doing them, or you've, or who does the my best ones? Does, your mum does the mom best does, ones. Yeah, does them. My mum does, and everyone says their mums do the best ones. I'm sure, apart from who did. Oh no, Laura said that that Megan makes the best one. Sister, sister but... it? yeah. My mum does make the best ones. I've had a, a huge amount of roast potatoes and, and they're very different to any roast potato I've had. Like, I think I've mentioned on a previous pod that they're not, it's not so much that they're so fluffy in the middle. They're extremely buttery, almost like stock-like in the middle. And um, she cuts them a slightly different shape as well. So they're quite disc-like. So th- there's quite a lot of crisp to them compared to, they're not, I always find with roast potatoes, sometimes there tends to be a load of sort of fluffy potato in the middle and not that much outer side. So anyway, they're the best ones. And I, everyone says that, but they genuinely are. Uh, <laughs> and it's got to be roast potatoes. I'm, it you has know, to be, yeah, I'm, of course. I'm not that special. I, I can't wait for someone to come on here and try and be funky with it and, um, and not choose roast. I'd love it if that happened. But no, that's, that's a given. It's a, it's a roast and it's going to be roast potatoes. Yeah. Nice. So you had mentioned there when you were talking about the beef and what's coming with it in real yeah. life this year. Um, you mentioned Yorkshire puddings. Is, yeah. Isn't that your choice of stuff in versus yeah. Yorkshire's? Was this yeah, a hard it, question for you? Some people no. really struggled with it. It was quite easy, yeah? Yeah, really easy. I'm not that big a fan of stuffing. I do quite like it. I remember my dad used to um, make a big deal about making the gravy and, and a particular type of stuffing. Occasionally, we had two different types of stuffing. We would stuff the bird um, with, 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 with stuffing, and then he would do his own special stuffing that he would crisp up and put all sorts of shit into. Um, and, you know, it's, it, I, I like stuffing, um, but it doesn't, it doesn't blow my mind. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to choose pigs in blankets as one of the specials. And that is yep. sausage meat as well. So I think Darlow said it is a, that's a box tick. I don't need stuffing. With a roast, I need a Yorkshire pudding. I don't, it's almost like it's not a roast without a Yorkshire pudding. I love a bit of stodge. I love it's like a ventricle to ca- carry other things. I like you can put things in. I love dipping a Yorkshire pudding in 
in good gravy. It's my favourite thing to do in a roast, really, York, Yorkshire pudding. I think um, um, Adam Davenport said that it was one of the most important things in a roast before then choosing stuff in ahead of it. But you've, yeah. you've said it and stuck to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the most important things in a roast, if not the most important thing. And that's why I'm having it. I like um, a Yorkshire pudding slightly stodgy at the bottom and then crispy yeah. at the top. I don't like it crispy all the way through. Um, I like it to have a little bit of give at the bottom because I think when it's stodgy, it soaks up the gravy more. Um and I just, How do you feel I, about the, the the size of them? Um, because you see some that are quite quite small and crisp, and then you sometimes get these massive oversized ones. But they're sometimes the massive lose. oversized ones are never good. Yeah, they lose their they, um, yeah, <laughs> and they can't be too small as well because the, the the really small ones tend to always be really crispy all the way around and no yeah. stodge. So there's there's a sweet spot in the middle, a medium sized Yorkshire pud- Yorkshire pudding. Um, yeah, yeah. I, that was a really easy one for me. I'm, I'm, that would be my first thing on the plate. There we go. Well, it's, it's been interesting to see how, how difficult some people have found that question and how easy others, others have found it. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to say you've ruined Christmas like some other people have. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Good. And as you said, you've given away one of your bonus items. So yeah, say anything more about that or go straight into the second one. Yeah, pigs and blankets. I make them myself. Uh, streaky bacon, uh, sort of slightly larger chipolatas. Um, I pop a sage leaf in between the bacon and sausage layer. And for the last five minutes, I glaze them with honey and English mustard just mm. to give it a bit of a kick. And so they're a bit sticky at the end. Amazing. Love pigs and blankets. Um, obviously, that was going to be a choice. The other one is braised red cabbage. Yep. Christmas style braised red cabbage. That's not come um, up at all. That's another one that is a very Christmas. How come yeah. we, we've not had? No one's even mentioned that yet. No one's mentioned it. No, um, yeah. I really like it. I like the spice, the Christmas spices in it, the star anise, the cinnamon. Um, and I know the colour quite... wasn't high on your priorities for vegetables, but that that's the colour that you want if you if you're going for a Christmas plate, isn't it? My plate is colourful. I mean, I've yeah. got green, orange, yellow, and red vegetables so well the yellow is the cheese sauce but there you go um yeah i love it my mum makes again it's just you know you always heart back to sort of family you like what you had when you were young don't you and you like yeah. what your mum makes when you're young and she's always made red cabbage in exactly the same way and it's absolutely delicious i really i really like it i don't and again it's not something i never have at any other point of the year just christmas um and uh, yeah, those are my two. Those are my two specials: pigs and blankets, and braised red cabbage. I can't believe I'm choosing a vegetable as one of my um, special items. That's yeah. that's very unlike me, but um, just it, it had to be. So yeah, drinks then either during the meal or one that's a sort of morning drink. If your meal comes much later in the day, or what what you're having afterwards, you know how it works. Yeah, so I've chosen two drinks that are like my favorite drinks over the Christmas period and not necessarily yep. what I would have with the meal. Cool. With the meal, I would have a really good glass of red wine or a bottle of red wine, but, but there are two drinks that I think are more Christmassy for me. So those are what I'm going for. So the first one is a champagne cocktail. My dad always used to make a champagne cocktail sort of late morning. Um, the strongest drink I've ever tasted in my life. <laughs> um, it would be brandy. Uh, champ, good, good quality champagne, Angostura's bitters, 
um, some like orange peel and um, some sugar, just just yeah. just to make it palatable. That's very Christmassy. And very Christmassy. We'd always have one sort of like when everyone's up, dressed and ready to sort of like crack on with festivities. We would we would cheers with a champagne cocktail, um, and I've taken on the sort of tradition from him. So I'll be doing that. Um, I've been I've I've done it since he's since he's not been about. And um, yeah, same same recipe, or are you experimenting slightly different bits with it each year by year, or just keeping it traditional? <laughs> I'm keep I'm keeping it traditional. Yeah, um, I, I'm sure I'm sure the recipe's in some kind of like 1960s cookbook or something. It's uh, I, I I think that yeah. But no, 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 no funky, um, no funky experiments, and I, I won't, I won't funk about with it this year. We'll, we'll have one this year, but um, yeah. So that's that's my first drink. Now my second drink is actually not something I drink on Christmas Day at all, um, but I would drink it in, in the, the summertime. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Mulled wine. I love okay. mulled wine. Yep. Um, I make, I make, I make it myself. Um, so I don't buy the mulled wine, red wine. I buy actual red wine and you mix it with water and sugar sliced oranges sliced lemons star anise cinnamon and then you stud uh, oranges with cloves um so um i don't oh, use do any you of the just sort of... just simmer simmer up in a pan then is that how it works simmer sim get a massive pan simmer it in a yeah. pan for like 45 minutes an hour and then you've got some red wine so i don't buy the, the red white the mulled red wine in a bottle and neither do I buy those little sort of sachets of mulled wine spices. Do it all from scratch, as you will. Yeah. Um, but it's always been a um, a process that I've enjoyed doing. So yeah, mulled wine can be consumed. Probably December Pro- the December the seventeenth today. Have you done a batch yet? Haven't done a batch yet. I'm not really drinking at the moment. But um, but no, haven't done a. I haven't done a batch yet. Um, but. It isn't far away. Probably, probably we'll do a batch when we get to Matlock. Actually, um, I don't, there's not really many many people around here to drink it. My mum and nan. I don't know if my nan likes mulled yeah. wine. So um, you could walk, walk, I love around, it. walk around the neighbourhood just with little cups, offering it door to door with a bit of chat. Uh, I yeah, can't I say do. I've got ge- festive James cheer. Edwards. I was going to say festive <laughs> fear. Then I couldn't quite get my words out. Festive cheer. I've got Eddie. Living across the way, thirty yards away. Yeah. Then Laura, then Laura's another few. So I, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be badly received. Um, but yeah, mulled wine and champagne cocktail are my two drinks. Nice. Yeah. Well, we've not got much left then, have we? Is it just the dessert left to go? Just the dessert. Again, this has been an education for people, hasn't it? You know, Chris, Christmas pudding, yay or nay? No. Big and again, no, or so... just because there's something better, or you don't particularly like it. Just don't like it and that doesn't mean to say that i haven't had it in lots of christmases i have um dad always all i can remember at christmas and christmas pudding is dad coming in and trying to light it and always failing or lighting it and it's already out before he gets through to the dining room you know or it takes farcical. a few attempts doesn't it i don't think i've ever seen anyone do it first time it takes about half a bottle of fucking brandy is what it takes yeah <laughs> and um, and <laughs> it's just not very nice it's just uh, I just don't like it. I don't, I, I, there is dessert is such an elite part of any meal. Yeah, I'm not going to have I'm not going to have it used up by dried fruits anymore. So and I think um, as well, I although the, the sort of the fire aspect is is uh, cool, or you know, you, you could also just have a little fire. You could roll up some paper and set fire to that. I would like first time. Like, there's fire. Yeah. 
now let's yeah. do now let's do the food separate let's make sure we keep the taste of the food nice we can go in the garden yeah. and make a big fire if we want to but let's let's have the food edible how ludicrous that you have to make it if you're making it yourself which my mum often did months in advance it would sit there in the cellar for months mm. what, what a crazy process um i don't i just don't particularly like it and i do like dried fruits i do like raisins whatever i do I just, it just there's just something not quite right about it for me um so this was the only dish that i sort of struggled on a bit i like mince pies but i don't want them as the dessert for my christmas meal love mince pies but again I, something like mulled wine that i consume in the the run-up to christmas mainly rather than christmas day so i just thought well, what 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 would i like what do i really like and what will go well i'm gonna have a chocolate fondant okay yeah so i have a chocolate fondant oozy chocolate middle moist sponge cream double cream thick extra thick double cream in fact not remotely christmasy I did think about choosing a, a, a Yule log or something, but fuck it, I'm going to have a chocolate fondant. Um, Why not? And it, that will, it certainly and that, ticks the dessert box, doesn't it? If if not necessarily a Christmas box, it's uh, it it's literally a dessert. Yeah, it's got all the um, things there: the chocolate, the cream. Yeah, and I and I know in, my, in the previous pod I did for my actual dream menu was um, that I chose quite a funky sort of Michelin dessert. So. Um, here is another kind of normal dessert that I like. Um, if a chocolate fondant is a normal one, um, so yeah, that's what I'm having. I've never, I've never had it for Christmas before. Um, maybe I'll take some up to Matlock. Yeah, why not? Could yeah. could be the start of a, of a new a new tradition. Possibly. Yeah. All right, should I do so a quick round? I, I didn't write it down, but you do want to do a review because you've got it written down, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, I'll re- <laughs> you, you I'll review it for my... yourself and see how it sounds. All right, right. Thank you, Will. All right, let's let's run through this. So, for starters, we have got two snacks. We've got smoked salmon uh, and cream cheese blinis with a, a squeeze of lemon on ch- top, and then we have my auntie's chicken liver pate. Oh, and we've got some um, salt and pepper Pringles too, just scattered about. Yeah, nice. So, vegetable vegetables. We have um, garlic and bacon or pancetta sprouts, um, honey and mustard glazed carrots, and cheesy leeks. We have a lovely rib of beef, not turkey, for our uh, centerpiece, the protein. Roast potatoes, my mum's. Yorkshire puddings, not stuffing. Pigs in blankets, braised red cabbage. The two drinks are um, a dad's champagne cocktail and then just some mulled wine. And the dessert is uh, a chocolate fondant with uh, extra thick uh double cream how does that make you sound well yeah really nice yeah very christmasy i I want it now i've not consumed any food yet today which is quite normal what is the time half past 10 in the uk um but i could i could make a start on that that'd be really nice i might actually a whole box of mince pies (laughs) i have got some mince pies actually a whole Um, box of those Dabs did say he's inspired him to go shopping yeah yeah, Dav's inspired him to go shopping and he went and bought all the ingredients for Christmas, but now it's going to, um, his expiration date is before Christmas. So. Perfect. Uh, maybe I'll do that. Do it. Do, you can do a test <laughs> one, can't you? Do a, a test like one and eat it up or, or take it around the houses. Um, and, well, with and, the mulled wine? Yeah, with the mulled, yeah, just give sort of a f- two or three days before Christmas, just go around offering mulled wine and different aspects of a Christmas meal to people. 
I've got some I, more um, wine and uh, you know some cabbage here. Okay, yeah, thank yeah. you. I'm I'm a little um yeah. I'm a good Samaritan over Christmas. Do you know what? I actually volunteered at a vaccination uh, centre yesterday and I turned up and they didn't know that I was going to turn up. And they said, oh, how sweet of you to turn up. That's really nice. And I said, well, it's not, not sweet. I am actually assigned to be here. Like I put, I'm a, a member of Volunteer Norfolk and they said, come here. And she was like, oh, okay then. And I said, um, I don't have to stay here if you don't need me to. And she goes, oh, we can find something for you to do. I said, no, do you need me? um and she's like well no not really yeah, so well, i went you, home you, you can go in the back and make us all a cup of tea before you go if you want yeah yeah so well maybe i'll maybe i'll go back today and take the take the take mold, the mold wine, wine. And, i like um, that yeah definitely yeah exactly Excellent. Right. Well, thanks for sharing your menu. There was a couple of new aspects on there that I can't believe hadn't been covered previously and uh yeah. and no turkey shock horror exactly honestly everyone should should get on board just don't have turkey next next christmas and and you'll, ne- you'll never have it again. Shocking poultry. And on that note, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Cheers. Bye.